back to the Denver Junkie, everyone. I'm your host, Justin Green, and today we have a very large topic to talk about today. That's right, the coronavirus has already claimed the lives of 87,000 people, over 1.5 million cases worldwide, and 14,000 deaths in the United States alone, as well as almost half a million cases in just the U.S. In this episode, we're going to go over economist opinions, unemployment, understanding the virus, conspiracy theories, and potential solutions to low-income families who are losing money. And at the end, uh, I will ask a lingering question for you guys to chew on after the podcast. So to start out is a quote from a New York Times article that states economists are calculating when the cost of continuing to shutter restaurants, shopping malls, and other businesses, a move that has already pushed in 10 million Americans into unemployment with more on the way will outweigh the savings from further efforts to slow the virus once the infection curve is flattened out. This is also known as non-essential businesses and layoffs, businesses that are absolutely necessary to provide food, clothing, and other items to the public are essential businesses. Stores like Home Depot, Macy's, and even like entire malls are considered non-essential businesses, so they must be closed down. Uh, layoffs uh, happen when non-essential businesses close down for months and leave people with no place to work. Uh, closing businesses is meant to ensure that the virus will not be spread through smaller businesses and uh, to keep people from being out and about all the time and spreading the disease. Uh, in, recent, in a recent address to the nation, President Trump uh, said, Quote, we have to get back to work. He said in a briefing on Saturday, we have to open our country again. We don't want to be doing this for months and months and months. Um, we're going to open our country again. This country wasn't meant for this. Uh, and although he is correct in saying that this is bad for our country, I believe that it is absolutely imperative that we take all the necessary measures that we can do to stop this virus from spreading and impacting us even more. We should try and take our time and not rush the process of curing the virus and uh, getting people back to health. Uh, the article also mentions that um, that includes a widespread agreement that the U.S. desperately needs more testing for the virus in order to give policymakers the first key piece of evidence they need to determine how fast the virus is spreading and when it might be safe for people to return to work. Uh, specifically, focusing on the return to work part of this is uh, the gig economy. And the gig economy is where a person could sign up for a job uh and like that meets like their their certain like times and what they uh you know when they need to work so jobs like grubhub doordash and uber uh and online tutoring services are examples of the gig economy so this brings up the question um when do you guys think the economy should reopen and uh, should the military or like police force get involved to help people stay indoors unless absolutely necessary, like getting food or something? And um, I feel that once we really understand the virus and how it spreads, then we'll be able to enforce more laws about how to avoid it.
and if it really becomes necessary when when it, it, the virus is getting a little bit more out of hand we have we're seeing an even bigger spike then i feel that we could get like the police involved and the military involved to enforce social distancing and self quarantine so um for example once we know once we know more about how the virus spreads more symptoms like maybe like origins and like researching diseases from that origin and stuff like that i feel like once we understand it more we'll we'll find out better ways of avoiding it and maintaining a healthy lifestyle um i feel that we have acted upon this virus too late as well and are now seeing a massive overflow of hospitals uh, whether these people are testing for COVID-19, they have COVID-19, or it's just another injury, like maybe a broken leg, broken toe, uh, we're, we're just seeing way too many people in the hospitals. And people have tried many things. For example, the Navy has supplied one of their ships, the USNS Comfort, to aid as a hospital in New York. Uh, hospitals are also beginning to prioritize patients based upon their health. Uh, there have also been some strange conspiracy theories about the coronavirus. For example, uh, there was one theory involving the USNS Comfort in which a man actually hijacked a train and derailed it and attempted to run into the USNS Comfort uh, because of a possible uh, quote, government takeover. Uh, people in Britain were also lighting the new 5G cell towers on fire because they thought that there was some sort of radiation coming from the towers that was causing this disease. Uh, the New York Times article also mentions that while they wait for the infection rate to fall, policymakers will uh, need to provide more support to workers who have lost their jobs or hours and business teetering on the brink of failure. Uh, expert Lisa D. Cook from Michigan State University, uh, who also worked in the Obama White House, talked about how lawmakers should begin funneling $1,500 each month to cer through certain apps to people mainly of lower-income families and families of color. I personally don't know what I think about this decision. Uh, I mean, I know these families could really use the money right now, and uh, but this money could also be used for other things like, you know, funding for vaccine research or even funding for curing cancer and stuff like that. So, um... <clears throat> And also, where will, where will the government get this money from? Uh, as most of us know, our government is $23 trillion in debt from China, and we, that, we can't get money if we're in debt. So maybe we'll get it from the American people by raising taxes, but I don't think the American people would want that either because they're also paying more money when they need the money the most. So there's really no good solution to financially aiding lower-income families because we can't pull money out of thin air. And with 49% of Americans living paycheck, paycheck to paycheck, that would be at least 
$7.35 billion each month that is given to these people. And that is a lot of money that, sadly, we don't really have. And uh, these layoffs are impacting mostly minorities, which could make this number way larger than $7.35 billion. But uh, let's look on the bright side of this virus for a second. Uh, people are rising up and becoming leaders in their own communities. Uh, at least in my neighborhood, moms are sewing masks, masks sorry, to sell for people. So the ones that are made for surgeons are still available to them. Uh, people are also buying out entire stocks of smaller businesses to keep them in business. Um, people are also, at least in Colorado, out way more and, uh, you know, just riding their bikes and walking their dogs a lot more than normal. And although people are suffering through this disease and dying because of it, we really are starting to see some leaders being formed and uh, the best of people coming out. So, finally, after all this information was just thrown at you, here's uh, the lingering question. So, do you agree with what the government has done so far in this process? And do you believe that this pandemic will be solved in the next three to six months? with no need of a vaccine as well. Uh, my name is Justin Green, and this is the Denver Junkie. Thanks for listening, and I'll talk to you guys in the next episode.